is 80%, and again, the very hot weather warning and the amber heat stress signal are both in effect. The news from RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Janice Wong and your guest presenter is Paul Zimmerman. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Janice. On today's program, we're talking about building safety after a flat owner at the Lohas Park complex in Chunquano apparently knocked down a load-bearing wall without authorization. Sharp-eyed observers had noticed in a viral video showcasing renovations made in the flat that a load-bearing wall appeared to have been knocked down. The building's department is now investigating the matter and have urged all property owners to comply with building regulations and seek professional advice before making any alterations to their flats. What do you think of the incident? Are there enough safeguards against people knocking down support walls? And how much of a safety risk is that? After 9.45, we'll mark World No Tobacco Day by looking at the latest government initiative to help smokers kick the habit. Let us know what you think on our Facebook page, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Email us at backchat at RTHK hk or give us a call on two three three double eight two six six. Now to uh, kick off our discussion this morning, we have on the line Saikung District Councillor Christine Fong and Arthur Cheung, the Chairman of the Building Surveying Division of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors. Good morning, Ms. Fong. Good morning. Good morning, Janice. Good morning and good morning, Mr. Cheung. Morning, Paul and Janice. Thanks for joining us on the program. Um, so, Ms. Fong, um, you've been in contact with uh, residents of Loas Park. Uh, what's been their response to the incident? Uh, basically, uh, through the video uh, in the me- social media, and we find out this is situation, uh, some uh, uh, alteration work done has been done. So uh, I think by the time of uh, the Monday this week, together with uh, building department, we we went up to the uh, concerned unit to uh, to conduct a joint inspection then at that time on this uh, monday we find, we we can see part of the um, 200 mm um, millimeter uh, uh, millimeter fake structure wall was removed uh, because we we come up with the building department together and also the mtl management team and uh, their their registered structure engineer. So after inspecting the units, uh, uh, the, the BD uh, delete, uh, announced that uh, they, they have to reinstate immediately and give an order to them to, to uh, remedy to uh, uh, ASAP. So that was uh, happened on Monday. So of course, uh, right now, the, the local residents in uh, Lohit are uh, keep worried about you know the safety of the premises. But lucky as that, uh, I mean, I, I I won't say lucky. I mean, lucky in misfortune that uh, after the uh, initial inspection uh, by the building department on the same floor uh, regarding the concerned flat, and as well as upper floor and lower upper and lower floor, after that uh, uh, inspections. Uh, by the by Tuesday by that uh, by Tuesday this week um, the building department announced that there's no structure danger in overall building structure so that is the 
Uh, and, uh, luck in misfortune. That's why. That's situation. But how do we know that uh, there's so many flats in Lowas Park? I mean, how do we know that uh, all the other flats where there's been renovation that there's been no problem? I mean, uh, are you going to are you going to go with the building with the building uh, owners committee and check out all the flats? Okay. Uh, the the flow is that like uh, every day uh, we we have. Uh, uh, renovation work that is normal uh, because people move in and out. Sure, in, but how do you know in, it's normal? In, our, in, in Lohus, we have uh, more than 2,000 units that we uh, they, they applied from our management uh, office to have. Uh, we have application form to have. Well, well of course, that is run by MTR uh, management team. Hmm. Uh, the owners or whoever need to, if they want to apply the renovation, they need to submit the uh, the form application form right. to the uh, to, uh, to the management team. Right. Uh, if there is any uh, major uh, regarding structure safety, uh, uh, of course they are not allowed to uh, according from the hmm. uh, application form. And if they need to make any alterations, they need to appoint an AP authorized person or RSE uh, registered okay. structure engineer to to uh, to submit to propose a submission to the building department. Okay, and, and then so come what, back to our management team. So what happened with this flat then? If they if they have gone through the procedure, then and not, there should be no problem, is it? Where, where was the mistake? I think uh, certainly. I mean, most all, all the people know uh, structure walls should not be should not be removed, and I think for this case, I think they. They just want probably the designer. They have no uh, ignorance, uh, not ignorance. I would say they they just uh, focus on on uh, renovation, uh, achieving the better view hmm. or enlarging the the bedroom in a good size. Right. So of course this is a, a, a big mistake. And uh, as as told as mentioned by the director of uh, building department yesterday, uh, uh, Miss Yu already uh, say that they will uh, investigate the, the, the whole thing and, and find out if there's any um, uh, an, an unauthorized uh, uh, thing that they mm. will they will consider to charge that. All right, let's go yeah. to, uh, let's uh, get Mr. Cheung's view. I mean, just now, uh, Ms. Fong, she was saying that most people know that structural walls, uh, they, they shouldn't be removed. So, um, how is it possible? What happened that uh, that led to this uh, load-bearing wall to be removed without authorization, Mr. Cheung? I mean, don't renovators have to check the floor plan before they uh, remove any walls? Uh, all right. Um, actually, um, um, it depends on, on the scope of the renovation works. Uh, for example, if you are uh, just uh, doing some normal facelift project, uh, project, for example, you just change the uh, Four finishes, four finishes. You you doesn't have to uh, referring to to to, to layout plan. However, when you are going to touch the the, the, the the partitioning, you you better take a look at the uh, um, approval plan and, and and including those structural uh, structural framing plan. But um, where where the 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 generator, they they have the knowledge to this? I I, I doubt um, because uh, under the building's uh, ordinance. Uh, um, there, are, there is the registration system. Um, in the registrations about the authorized persons, uh, registered structural engineer, uh, uh, registered con- general contractor, registered minor works contractor. All, all those people, I, I think they, they have the, the, 
the, the, the knowledge of they, they, they know uh, if they want to touch this kind of uh, elements, they, they, they have to check the, the, the approved building record. However, uh, in Hong Kong, it is not a must uh, for a renovator uh, to help this kind of people in their company. So um, maybe um, the, 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 the contractor, they, they know or they don't know one way, one way or the other. We, we, we have no information on, on hand for this, yes. Right, but but how, how do the residents know it? I mean, how do the residents in Dolwas Park, do they have to get an authorized person? How do they know what an authorized person is? They might have never heard of the term. Um, so that's why we always suggest that the, 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 the owners uh, better don't do the, 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 the repartitioning works. If they need to change the, 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 the room layout, they better um, um, check with the uh, professional people like the, the architect, the, the, the building surveyor, structural engineer, and mm. as well as the authorized persons. Mm. If they don't touch this kind of partitioning, that, that wouldn't be any problem. However, if they want to do this kind of work, they, they should uh, approach the right person. Sure, but I mean, if you approach a contractor and then you believe that he's no, that he's a good, a good person and that he can do the job, I mean, you have how do you know whether he has all the right qualifications? Uh, you can refer uh, to the building's department website. Actually, for those uh, registered under the building ordinance, those parties, the, the list, you, you, you could be easily find on, on the building's department website. All right. And uh, I just want to go back to uh, uh, what you were talking about earlier, uh, about uh, referring to a floor plan. Now, now, even if these are professionals, if they don't check the floor plan, is it uh, obvious for them to identify the load-bearing wall? I mean, uh, would it have a rebar sticking out uh, if it's being knocked down? Um, you you can have a guess whether is this a, 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 a low bearing wall when you open it up. But um, for, to ensure it is a low bearing wall or not, you have to refer to the to the to the record pen. You have to check the building record. Where are they? I mean, you know, somebody's bought a flat in Lowest Park. How do they know what the building records look like? How do they know where to go and find it? Well, uh, uh, Paul, in fact, I think uh, it, it is very common practice for renovators. They, they can easily check the floor plan mm -hmm. of the property. Well, frankly speaking, they may not check the detailed structural um, submission. Uh, because they they need to call the uh, or print out the uh, copy from the building department, but they they, they can buy this uh, kind of detailed uh, drawings and submit uh, proof that plan from the building department. But uh, in normal, I mean, even even a simple uh, one that uh, upload in in the in the social media about or even property agent, they also hold this kind of floor plan from the uh, sales. Uh, Sales book uh, at, at the very beginning of the the, the premises they they for sale they, that kind of uh, floor plan they also have uh, somehow like for the, for the simple uh, checkup is for those bar with uh, those, those wall or as what we said like the low bearing, low -bearing wall, walls those, those are rather uh, it has been bolded and it's rather thick as as shown on the on the plan so it is not uh, difficult. For for when waiter, even though they don't have license, they don't uh, being regulated yet. But uh, for even when waiters, they can easily check up from the floor plan. So since I, this is a, I, I uh, think the the the, the plans are, are are different. Frankly speaking, um, if if you want to pay safe, you you have to check the record from 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 the building department, uh, because uh, when 
for the old buildings, I, I, we, we cannot guarantee the, 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 for example, the assignment plan, the, 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 uh, the sales brochure joints can, can reflect everything. Mm. So, um, the true record should be kept by the buildings departments. It, it, it is open for a public. Uh, you, you can, you can get it from the building information uh, center, uh, with, uh, in the, in the buildings departments easily. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes. Right. Well, it easily means okay, you have I to agree. go there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, for, for the detailed plan, of course, they 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 are allowed they are allowed to to draw those kind of uh, floor plan detailed draw, drawings uh, as well. But uh, mm. I mean, uh, the simple mistake should not be made. Uh, even a thin a cell brochure plan also uh, shown that kind of well, uh, well, you, but then maybe you know, you're not sure. I mean, but do the building owner the, the the flat owner knows that they they are have to check these things and then where to check these things. I mean, they find a contractor. The contractor says, oh, yeah, I can do the job," and then he goes ahead. So they trust the contractor. <laughs> and in a case like this, and is the contractor liable i mean or is it is the owner liable i mean who's who's at fault here for is uh so so that's why paul uh, i agree that in fact uh by law nowadays uh uh or even by the uh, building audience today uh we don't have uh regulate we don't we didn't regulate the renovator do they do they have to have a professional engineer or uh on title uh, uh titled or qualified to so, uh, on behalf of those renovators. So I think in coming day, uh, I think the, um, the building department may, may consider to review the, the mm. law. Should they, you know, have a better, uh, higher education or, you know, better management team uh, with uh, safety management, especially uh, the, uh, the structure safety as well, that kind of uh, people to, to uh, uh, you know, as a technical director or a signature uh, or authorized entry in, in uh, whatever renovation company in Hong Kong. That may be one of the issues because if you allow them to, to uh, self-discipline, that, that may not be worked out because uh, in, in general public, uh, you are asking a, a home, house owner or flat owner uh, to know everything. I don't think that they, they will. They, they just rely on those when yep. uh, waiters. Absolutely. So that's, that's the situation. Okay. So, so Mr. Chung, in this case, uh, we're talking about who should be responsible. The, the director of building said yesterday the designer in charge of the renovation and the construction contractor may be held responsible. Um, do, do you think so? Yeah, actually, I, I, I think the, 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 what uh, the director of building said yesterday was quite right. Uh, actually, uh, those people uh, um, like the, the designer, the owners, the contractor might be uh, held responsible for this case. But, but because we don't have those uh, case background on hand, so we cannot uh, say who is responsible now, but they are possible. Uh, to be responsible for this, yes. But what about the role of the uh, MTR? I mean, uh, they manage the estate. Uh, I mean, they were not told about the alterations. Uh, does it mean they don't have any responsibility? Um, actually, uh, frankly speaking, it's quite difficult to control these kind of activities uh, with, uh, uh, within uh, uh, private premises because they, 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 they can be practical. They, they cannot uh, 
um, get into every every uh, unit to 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 assess the conditions uh, every day continuously is not making sense. Yeah, but so, I mean, uh, Cohen, that, that sounds like an excuse. I mean, uh, you, you've got a big flat building. If there's a contract working, you have noise complaints. You know that the contract they go up and down the lifts, the materials get moved in and out. The property manager is fully aware that that this is going that there's construction work going on. So, and at earlier in the program, you yourself mentioned or. Um, uh, Christine mentioned that there is a form that needed to f- be filled out to make sure you can do construction work in the, in the building. So isn't the property manager has a responsibility in monitoring this? I, I, I think uh, they, they, the, the one who's having our rewards should be more... Uh, He's liable, more. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 the building management, they, 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 I, I think they're just trying their best to supervise the, 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 the buildings. Um, so they, they have practical difficulties. We, we, I, yeah. I don't think it's uh, I, I, 100% I, <laughs> guarantees uh, it, 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 it will not happen. But, so, it, yeah. it, so, but isn't it that you need to get approval from the building managers to get the contractors in and out, to get the truck to park, uh, to make the noise in your flat? I mean, the, con- the building managers should know about all of what goes on. And then, it just said, Christine says, there's a form that they need to fill out. So you need some approvals before you can do construction work. So is it not part of the, the property management's regime to make sure that you don't give approval unless you've seen the plan? Well, for, for sure, there, there there's, is room to improve. Uh, for example, the sensitivities uh, levels uh, should be enhanced. Uh, and uh, I, I think to, to the building's management, they, they have the knowledge when they start the, the, the fitting hours, when they finish the fitting hours. But the practical difficulties, in, for example, is they, they, when, when the contractor, they, 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 they close the door and do, do whatever thing inside. They, they, they cannot aware, they cannot notify. All right. So, Ms. Yeah, Fong, I, Ms. Fong I, I, yes, go ahead. Do, yeah. do, you, do you think uh, the MTR needs to play a bigger monitoring role, Ms. Fong? I think that uh, I, I also agree with Mr. Chang that there is so much room to be uh, improved, uh, including uh, uh, prevent similar in, in incidents from happening in the future. Uh, well, this includes strengthening uh, communication channels between uh, property owners, renovators, building management team, uh, conduct conducting regular inspection to ensure the, uh, they, they follow the building codes and regulation. But uh, as for those um, uh, MTR management team, I mean, or anywhere management team in Hong Kong, uh, do they have enough knowledge to identify uh, or, or are they, are they uh, easy to enter the premises uh, before and after renovation? Uh, I mean, this is still have difficulties because even for government departments you when you have a leaking problem we, we're still dealing with uh, you know uh, rare difficulties when dealing with uncooperative owners they just close the door and then they you we you we have to spend more time uh, even uh, applying warrants or if uh, if that government have a uh, department have authority then Maybe co- that the owner may co- cooperate. Then that that's why uh, I, I agree that uh, there's so much room to improve. But uh, I I agree that uh, to to certain extent or for those high rise department apartment, um, the owners uh, themselves uh, they they if they hear some uh, strong noise. Uh, they can they they can report to the building department immediately because uh, sure, but that's a noise complaint. A normal one, hmm. yeah. If it if it is not a normal uh, renovation works, if they have 
fat show, you know, a, a different, sure. you know, different than others. Than, but that's a negative. That's a negative process. That's a negative process. I mean, it, it would be better to have a positive process where you need to have an Certainly. approval prior to start works, and that so that there is an opportunity for checking. Yeah. Uh, you, you're yeah. asking for access. I think. Uh, All right. I, I have this uh, email from John and. Uh, uh, maybe Mr. Chung, I don't know if you want to respond. He, he says, uh, which he's talking about uh, the authorized persons and registered uh, structural engineers we were talking about earlier that we should hire if we are carrying out these kind of work. And uh, he yep. says people don't dare call authorized persons and registered structural engineers because they will charge 80 to 100K. Well, that doubles your budget. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it? Yeah, Mr. Chung. Uh, I, I, I think it, it depends on, on the scope. Um, because, uh, for example, if you just, uh, ask, ask, ask them to, to, to check, to check whether it's a structural elements of the buildings, I, I don't think they would charge you that the amount you just mentioned. Yeah, I, I think it would, it would be something like, uh, for example, you formally applied to the building departments for, uh, appropriate consents or submissions or minor works, they, they would charge you a higher way, but, but, I think a feasibility study, um, for example, you, you ask them for a preliminary advice, uh, I, I, I don't think it would be so costly. Sure, but I mean, you, the, even the words you use, you know, asking somebody for a preliminary advice, a common person has no idea, who is not involved in construction work, has, would have no idea about what you just said. I mean, how would they know that that's the way to do it? Yes, yes, I, I agree. I totally agree with you in this regard. So that's why I think this case um, can can bring people to the to the next level. They 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 should have a lesson learned this time. Uh, we should do better promotions uh, to educate the people. Um, they should be aware of the consequences of carrying some some something like this. Um, when when they know that this is not doable, or they they should approach the white persons when when they have the ideas to do similar things. They, 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 they now know that they, 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 who, who should they uh, looking for? So uh, for sure, we, 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 we have to strengthen the, the education to the public. Um, to me, this is the only way out to avoid similar event happen in the future. Right. And when we talk about this uh, incident, Mr. Chung, I mean, it was only discovered because a, a video was posted on social media. Um, do you think it's likely that there are other flats that have had their load bearing wall removed? And we don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have the same worry as you guys, right? Uh, I, I, I think yes, probably they, they would be some, some, some case hid, hidden outside. Um, but, but uh, what we can do is um, for this case, uh, we, 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 we try to uh, uh, do better in the future. If you have uh, an, any, any, uh, if you worry about your own premises, whether there is uh, some, some some uh, structural, uh, unauthorized structural alternations done before, I, I would suggest you better, ref- firstly, you can refer to uh, the, 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 the layout plan, for example, when, when you buy your, your, when you bought your premises, where the, the, the layout is the same uh, at, at, at that moment. Uh, if there are a difference, uh, and you, you can refer to those uh, professional mm-hmm. I just mentioned. To sure, but that's, that, that's yeah. for my own premises. But if I'm living at Lowest Park, I'm going to be worried that uh, MTR has never checked any of these construction works by the thousands of flats that are there. And then I have a, there's a risk that, the, that there are more flats in Lowest Park where there is a problem. I mean, technically, there could be a situation where multiple flats have... have alterations done which is unsafe and the, the the totality of that might be a risk to actually structural safety of, of a bigger part of the building i mean how do you know i mean who is responsible for checking that now uh 
um, I, I don't think at this moment any, anyone. Of, I, I, I'm not talking about just this. I, I'm talking about, uh, for example, other buildings. Sure. I don't think any parties uh, from 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 now have the liabilities to 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 check the whole building structure. Uh, I, I don't think we we have this tank system at this moment. Hmm. And and, would mm. it for, and uh, are there any signs that we can watch out for if uh, environment resident in a flat? Correction my building. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in in case you 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 see you have seen some uh, for example unusual crack uh, on on your stru- uh, structural elements like the uh, column or beam uh, or the the, the low bearing wall, um, you have to be careful. So, uh, so the people have to know what is a low bearing wall. They have to know what's a beam. They have to know these things. I mean, normal residents don't know these things. I mean, you guys, building engineers and architects, you know these <laughs> things. But normal people don't know these things. They live in a building and it's a house. It's a flat, a bathroom, a kitchen. They don't know low bearing walls and beams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I agree that uh, this is uh, in Hong Kong. I won't say just lower part. I believe that this kind of uh, uh, incident is not an isolated case. How can it be avoided? And it's it's not right. an easy job. All right, Miss right, right, Fong. Um, I think we'll have to work. we'll have to take a quick uh, news break. Uh, let's continue our discussion afterwards okay. uh, when we will be uh, joined by Marvin Chen, a former president of the Hong Kong Institute of Architects. And uh, many thanks again to Mr. Cheng for joining us this morning. That's uh, Arthur Cheng, the chairman of the Building Surveying Division of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors. Now, remember, if you want to uh, ask our guests questions or share your views on today's topics, you can leave a message on our Facebook page Backchat on RTHK Radio 3 email us at backchat at rthk.hk or give us a call on 233-88266 and here's a quick look at the weather, sunny intervals and a few showers, very hot during the day with highs of around 34 degrees in the urban areas isolated thunderstorms later winds light to moderate west to northwesterlies and uh, just a reminder that the amber heat stress at work warning is in effect that means the heat stress in some work environment is high. And right now it's 31 degrees, relative humidity 78%. It's now 9.30 with a new summary. Here's Andrew Shirovsky. The latest rocket launch by North Korea prompted both Japan and South Korea to issue alerts urging citizens to prepare to evacuate or take shelter. Both countries rescinded the warnings a short time later. The disgraced entrepreneur Elizabeth Holmes has arrived at a U.S. prison to begin an 11-year sentence. She reported to the facility in Texas after a court rejected her request to remain free on bail. Ms. Holmes was convicted of fraud last year. And locally, the Labor Department has for a second consecutive day issued the Amber Heat Stress Warning. It's urging employers to follow its guidance to prevent heat stroke. The very hot weather warning is also in effect, and people are being cautioned to expect more air pollution. We'll have more news for you at 10 o'clock. There are reasons to be happy everywhere you go in Hong Kong. Enjoy local and global cuisines and have fun along the way. Get immersed in the world of light, shows and carnivals. Joyful moments for all. Want to explore special bazaars? They are just around the corner. Pop culture? Victoria Harbour is our stage. Happiness is all around you. Come and join us. Taste the joy, share the fun. Happy Hong Kong. Wow, you look so good, darling. Really? You don't smell like cigarettes anymore. The doctor said my blood pressure has improved, too. Friends said I play basketball better after quitting. I knew you could do it, dear. 
I'm going to ask my friends to quit smoking and download the Quit app to get a one-week smoking cessation drugs trial pack. Everyone supports you to quit smoking. Don't give up. Welcome back. This is Back Chat on a Wednesday morning with Paul Zimmerman and me, Janice Wong. Still with us on the program is Saikung District Councillor Christine Fong. And joining us now is um, is Marvin Chen, a uh, architect. Good morning. Morning, Marvin. Good morning, Janice and Paul. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the program. Um, now, um, earlier, I mean, yesterday, um, we, we heard uh, from the buildings department. Uh, they said that the people in the renovation industry should be able to identify uh, low-bearing walls, especially because the wall is thicker and contains uh, more metal components. Are you surprised that something like this happened? Yes, it's a very rare cases because I, I, I trust the normal, I mean, it's a norm in the industry that uh, whenever we see a the first thing is not to touch is the structural wall i think that is be very common even in the fitting out contractors and and designers that have uh, come across over the past 30 years so it's really uh, a surprising and also alarming that uh, something happened uh, now but but Marvin, I mean, people that want to do renovation, they call an architect. He he gives them a nice drawing, and he he organizes a contractor, and they do the work. I mean, how do residents of Lowhouse Park or anywhere kind of know what to look for? I and mean, it's they uh, you know in, in before the uh, the break, we had lots of technical terms coming around, and the common person doesn't know these things. Obviously, it's not the. Um, I mean, you don't expect the owners or the common uh, 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 people know these uh, technicalities. But uh, anyone involved in the trade, like the designer and the contractor, they should be aware because once we come across the uh, structural um, elements, like uh, low-bearing walls or things, the first thing is that it must be the, 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 the reinforcement inside, especially with concrete structure, that uh, they all wear. There will be a thickened structure. It's very difficult to demolish. So it's, it's a trade practice. Actually, I know that even the fitting out contractor not receiving the formal training or follow, um, they should know. So in this case, it's, it's very rare that the designer or the contractor can say they don't have that one because uh, uh, when they come across, the, they can tell the difference between the um, uh, structural element and the normal non-low-bearing elements uh, uh, just from the um, steel contents they come across. Sure, so, but the flat, um, the flat owner is the one to check it. Whether the, uh, um, whether oh, the, but how, do, how can they check it when they don't know? Okay. Um, actually, nowadays it's very transparent because you can always go to the building department's the website and there's a system, Bravo, which they can actually, any person can uh, call the plans, the record plans, from the approved record plan of the building. And, uh, um, and so it definitely will show, will cover the flats concerned, and they can always refer to the plans to do that. So even, um, I'm, I'm actually um, I'm helping out on, on, on the others, uh, for example, the inspectors, not, not qualified architects or professionals, but just uh, no citizens, they could get access to all these plans before they embark on any uh, retrofitting um, uh, exercise or, 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 or um, 
um, uh, these kind of uh, uh, requirements. Mm. Right. So, so um, Mr. Chen, what do you think um, this incident, this uh, incident we're talking about, uh, can really tell us about the renovation industry? Um, okay. So, uh, because um, now um, the uh, apart from the professional that you know normally refer to architects uh, and uh, surveyors or regular. Uh, 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 structural engineers all are qualified professional, but in the interior, actually, there's no such uh, uh, control or, or thing. So there's uh, no such qualified interior designer, so to speak. So anyone can be an uh, interior designer, uh, uh, just do the interior. Um, so obviously, there's uh, 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 people who will not be aware of, of this kind of requirement. But in the in the construction industry, like the contractors or being contractor, when they come across, they they normally they're aware. So, um, but if the the um, uh, employer um, um, they can find any anyone unqualified, they have no control over the contractor. What I mean. So you remember in in, in, in a few years back, there's a case of. Uh, Demolition, demolition uh, demolishing some sort of example the balcony, which is also a structural element, and some open wall. So it, it indicates that, that there are more people that come into the industry are not aware of the proper practice. All right, and uh, I, I want to go to uh, Ms. Fong. Um, Ms. Fong? Yes. Um, before yes. the news, you, you talked about uh, some of the uh, concerns, uh, how, how residents at Lohas Park, they're still concerned or worried about the, the situation. <laughs> Apart from safety, what else are they uh, concerned about? Well, uh, of course, they, uh, the, the priority, uh, they're concerned about the safety uh, of the structure. But, uh, and, and, but as, uh, and of course, the, the reputation of the, of the Lohas Park but uh, at least, as I uh, uh, mentioned, uh, the director of the BD building department uh, has already announced that uh, there's no structure safe, uh, safety problems in, in Lohan. So, so that's why they, they solve part of their concern. But uh, one of the main things is they, they still want, uh, they, they still hope uh, the building department can uh, uh, provide support to, to this uh, Particular unit, uh, including uh, contact the AP and RSC, uh, uh, keep up until they they complete the re uh, remove uh, uh, remedy work uh, as soon as possible to uh, re resume everything uh, into normal. In fact, uh, before we uh, meet with the MTL's uh, RSE structure state uh, re uh, RSE uh, safety, uh, structure engineer. Uh, we we look into those uh, drawings, uh, approved drawings already, and uh, the building itself there are many. I should say like like over uh, twelve uh, uh, beams uh, uh, low, uh, for for low and also many uh, low bearing walls. Of course, uh, we don't uh, uh, support any single uh, remove removal uh, uh, low bearing wall. But at least uh, nowadays, I mean, we, we said uh, luck in misfortune. Uh, we hope that uh, the, we, we should, uh, like Mr. Chen said, we should educate uh, the, the industrial, including the renovation works, and they should strengthen the communication channel to, to every property owner, the renovators, building management team, and as well as 
the industrial itself. Right. I noticed, Ms. Fong, I noticed, I noticed some people, um, um, they express uh, concern in a social media group for Lohas Park residents uh, about uh, the possible drop in uh, uh, property prices. Is that one mm -hmm. of their concerns? Uh, well, money is important, but uh, I, I, what I deal with those uh, residents, they are the first village uh, from Lohas. In fact, most of them are, since they, since they uh, first uh, developed, they, they move in. Mm. So they, they are a long-term way to live and look for a good and, right. environment. It's not like a, a short-term investment okay. angle. So I, I hope uh, uh, the public uh, give some space and time for them to be run away and then let everyone happy again in, the, in, in our community. Okay, so, so Marvin Chen, just uh, are there practical things that can be improved in the renovation industry? Because there seem to be, you're dealing with clients that have absolutely no idea about rules, regulations and so on, and risks and procedures, and you have contractors who may be completely unqualified. So uh, how, can this, how can this be helped? Now, I think the, uh, right now, the first thing is obviously when, when people buy flat, now the agents uh, or, or the when, uh, uh, transaction of uh, flats, they need to declare whether there's a first work. And also the agents has been uh, sort of uh, educated in that aspect. So they, they could uh, uh, tell uh, that the difference, that's the first thing. I think um, it, it could be the first front line, but it's really very difficult to for you know when once you you buy the flat and then you um you make the renovation and invite unqualified people and uh, and um and to do the design and also the the work that's really very difficult so mm. i i think the only in, in case is the under the uh um like a um, big estate then the property management could uh, would probably play an important role in regulating these kinds of uh, activities, mm. uh, because I think as I, I, I've heard uh, from the program just now and also in practice that uh, actually it should, I mean the the when when whenever the resident need to uh, make a, um, a renovation inside the flat, they need to submit application to the uh, property management in order to get a permit mm. so all these kinds of things actually is a is a opportunity for control because it's very difficult for people you know even you at home if people uh, willingly even the owner can they can do the renovation themselves uh, uh, without uh, knowing the implications mm. so the only thing that can control is whenever there's there's that uh, happening then as uh, the, the 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 system will probably lies with property um, uh, uh, management but it's it's uh, obviously it's it's also very difficult to ask the the property management to to do uh, do the all kind of inspection because they may not be qualified uh, as well but at least uh, to a certain extent i think in, in the application they should highlight the importance and and the all the things so that even they may need declaration there will be no structural uh, 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 changes or things not not just uh, the the uh, uh, maybe the owner but also that whoever involved in the in the exercise uh, so okay. uh, any that that's uh, something I think as this little can be done mm. uh, to to uh, hopefully improve situation apart from educating the public. Mm. 
on the importance of uh, of uh, uh, not to touch any structural element. Okay. Right. I have an email here from John and Mr. Chen. Uh, he is talking about uh, what you you mentioned earlier, the buildings department's uh, Bravo system. Um, he says, uh, number one, you have to go to the buildings department to register in person, and then the buildings department will send you a letter sometime. Uh, weeks oh later, it's a manual system that takes weeks, and uh, that, uh, that email is from sense. John. Um, Mr. Chen, yes, yeah. is there is um, there? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I think that of course you have the registration, but in, in, in actually, it's you have to understand that it's uh, there also a, a protection of the system, which we in the in the practice, if you, even in the interior designer that I've come across. Uh, not uh, just the uh, normal regulation. They are aware well for the, the Bravo system. So, if for the qualified, they should have uh, the experience of a register beforehand. Then it's very easy to just uh, extract. And actually, sometimes you can just look at it online without uh, going to the VDS department. So it's a very convenient system. I don't think there's a problem with that. Uh, uh, but of course, if you for people who are inexperienced. Uh, with with this kind of uh, practice, then you should think twice why you bother to 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 ask the the, the, the firm to do the design if they have no knowledge of it at all or no awareness of it. Mm, yeah, but I I get somebody to do the design and the drawings look good and he he offers me a good price for the, the renovation. I mean, how would you know what to check? How do you know there is a Bravo? I mean, a, a common person is very unlike. Uh, you know, you, yeah, you guys are experts. You guys are architects and surveyors. You know really. all the procedures. I, I, I will, I will, I will beg it to differ because I think in in the practice, as you know, the, the even the uh, retrofitting the uh, contractors, the normal you ask the normal interior design uh, uh, fitting out guys, and they all know because if you want to remove a structural element, actually, it's 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 double the effort and and the thing. So uh, whenever they come, even in practice, as I said, in the last. Thirty years, there's no such problems with uh, it's the contractors. It's all doing the same thing. The practice is all unqualified person doing the re, uh, retrofitting and design. There's no such things. And then why this comes? So I think it's uh, uh, it, it, it reflects something maybe in the practice. There's a breakdown in the in the trade or awareness of the implication. And uh, so I think the the it, it, it cannot be said that it will be. 100% waterproof for whatever mm. system, but I think it would need to be a practical, uh, a multi-pronged approach to, to teach a person uh, how to do it. I think that is, um, uh, 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 that is a practice. Otherwise, you, you, you can control and you'll be, uh, I mean, we will be careful of uh, introducing um, uh, very rigid control and it may ah, not be that so that's what, that's what you're worried about you're worried about rigid controls but on the other hand uh, you know people out no, there the common a, person no, so has, has, no, is no, a difficulty really. to get the right people on the job uh, no 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 not really uh, for example uh, for the people without the property management there's a lot of how do we know hmm. exactly well, that's the, so you cannot just rely on the property manager it's not um, and how about the others the department and if you ask the, all the guys that must be taken by, you know, qualified, then we substantially increase the cost, as you said, there's a concern. Is that the social cost that we are, uh, the, uh, the community is willing to bear? So I think there's a lot of a con- controversial. Uh, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not for or against any of them. I think it, it needs to be a consensus, but to find a balance 
um, uh, way of uh, uh, maintaining the safety while well, we can do it uh, in the most uh, um, uh, uh, economic and practical way. Yeah. All right, uh, all right, Mr. Chen, we'll have to leave it here for now. Thanks again for joining us this morning. That's uh, Marvin Chen, the former president of the Hong Kong Institute of Architect. And also many thanks to uh, Christine Fong, mm-hmm. Sai Kung District Councillor. It's now 9.48 and uh, to mark World No Tobacco Day, we're going to look at the latest government initiative to help smokers kick the habit. And we'll do that right after this. 95 years of public service broadcasting. Stay tuned with Hong Kong. I'm Gilly of Consumer Council. Happy birthday, LTHK, for your 95th anniversary. May I wish you always filled with positive energy, continue to discover and report accurate, impartial and objective consumer news for consumers to shop smartly every day. 95 years of public service broadcasting. Stay tuned with Hong Kong. You're listening to Backchat. Call us on 233-88266 and have your say. Today is World No Tobacco Day and the Department of Health here plans to give out anti-smoking packs to mark the annual event. Starting next month, smokers will be able to get a free one-week trial pack of nicotine patches from more than 200 community pharmacies to help encourage them to take the first step towards quitting. To give us his view on this latest initiative, we're now joined on the line by Professor Derek Chung, a tobacco control and smoking cessation expert from the University of Hong Kong's School of Nursing. Good morning. Good morning, Professor Chang. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the program. Um, so, what do you think of the government's uh, latest initiative uh, to give out free nicotine patches? Well, I strongly support the government initiative to do this thing. Actually, it's a very, um, according to our studies, we do have very many researchers on this kind of, you know, delivering free samples of uh, nicotine patches, and we call it as an NLT sampling. It is very effective to increase people's intentions to quit, attempt to quit, and also reduce the cost in recruiting smokers to use the services and ultimately to increase the tobacco absence in the smokers. But I just have two more recommendations for the government to, because the first one is uh, actually, we we see that the 5,000 number of patches is is, um, sounds large, number, but actually in Hong Kong, we still have 600,000 of smokers in Hong Kong. So uh, I just think that um, you know, this time uh, the government can uh, so deliver these patches, free samples in many pharmacies, um, some clinics and some district health centers. So I still think that this, this initiative can be expanded to many other private clinics, general outpatient clinics and so on. So we still have many settings that we can approach smokers. So we need to get these chances to help these smokers to deliver these samples and, 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 and motivate them to quit. And but the second thing is that I think um, uh, uh, we cannot just give them the, the medication. We need to, the smokers still need uh, some more resources, more support. Uh, they have to know how correctly use these uh, NLT medications because without the, these right uh, instructions, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to use this patch. The patch is not like those normal patches. Uh, bandages, but we need some, uh, but actually it's not difficult, not very complicated, but they need these advices and also to more advices, uh, quitting advices for them to increase their motivation. With the motivation, with the medication, with the behavioral interventions, 
So quitting uh, chances mm. could be higher. But is it medication? I mean, you're basically giving them the drug that they're looking for. It's nicotine. You give them more nicotine. Uh, I mean, the smokers will enjoy putting a pat on and having a cigarette because it double doses the nicotine. I mean, is, is this patch really the right strategy? Oh, yes, actually. Um, there's, and it, first of all, uh, the, there's very, very strong evidence showing that these patches uh, have, can, in, can, success, can, in, can effectively increase uh, smokers' uh, chances to quit because it can um, it, it, uh, supplement the nicotine, but in a very slow doses, much low, slower dose uh, uh, pace than those um, through uh, inhaling the nicotine through cigarettes. Mm. And it is very safe. It has already been proven in many medical researches. And actually, um, we all, of course, we, we, we suggest that smokers, if they, do, they, do, they won't use these patches, they need at least reduce their smoking uh, consumption. But of course, this is much better. They can quit smoking. Because actually, they have um, people, why they cannot quit? Because they have withdrawal symptoms in the first few weeks. So um, uh, these mixing uh, patches or mixing medication actually give uh, them um, supplement the nicotine in a safe way. Lower, lower pace to absorb this nicotine, so they will get easier. They will not feel less uh, un, uncomfortable feeling. So it, it actually increases that, uh, and it is very safe medications to use. So it's, it, 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 it's before this campaign in Hong Kong, NLT is actually a over-the-counter medication, and people can actually buy it uh, in in many uh, pharmacies, retail stores, and and the use. Of this medication is not very difficult. And it's not expensive it either. And it, and it yeah. is not expensive. So people that have any intention to stop smoking, they can go to the shop and already do it. So I don't, So uh -huh. why do you think that this will be helping to get smokers over the, uh, over, you know, through the door sooner? Because yeah, um, people, were, well, it, because actually, you need people with a good intent before it happens, isn't it? Yeah, but... but I, I, I think that um, the med this kind of medication, uh, NLT in Hong Kong, it can be uh, bought over the counter. But in this, it's about it, it, after the, the tax increase previously, uh, and also I, I see that the price of this NLT uh, in retail store has been increased up to three hundred dollars, about two more than two hundred, about three hundred dollars a week of NLT. So people they feel that uh, they they may not like to buy it. and compared to a pack of cigarettes. You know, in Hong Kong, cigarette prices, although we have just increased the tax, it's still very cheap, very affordable. They just use about $70 a pack. So compared to uh, NLT patch, so uh, I think the, 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 the price here is still an obstacle for people to use. And also in that sense, people still are not very familiar with this medication. So I think this kind of medication sampling, um, and, and if we have given them more advices to use, I think it can increase people more awareness and also help them to quit. Hmm. Right. You have mentioned uh, that these nicotine patches, they are uh, very effective. Do you have any data to, to tell us uh, um, exactly how effective it is? I mean, how much easier will it be for smokers to quit with these uh, nicotine patches? I mean, will the success rate oh. uh, be significantly higher? Yes. I can say it is, it's actually a very effective medication, uh, but, but of course it can be, it should be used a very, um, uh, with the right instructions. And there's actually, um, uh, in many countries, uh, they have, uh, do the clinical trials, uh, and we have a very, uh, we found that, um, a recent, uh, just maybe you showing that, uh, this medication increased, uh, quitting, uh, chance by at least, at least 50%. Um, and if it can be used with behavioral interventions, 
if some quitting advice, it can also increase um, the, the, the chance of quitting. And in Hong Kong, we also have similar studies, but we, we also try to use our, our deliver sampling to smokers we recruited in a hospital, we recruited in a community. We see that the, the quit way, the, the, the rate of uh, quit attempt can be increased by uh, at least double, and the quit, the quit rate is also increased by double. So, um, it, com- compared to those who are not given this um, advice and also the NLT. But compared to kind of the other stop smoking medications like Z- Zibin and uh, what is it, Verinicolin, what, 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 is, what, is, what is the advantage of giving people nicotine versus, uh, you know, giving people cessation medication? Well, uh, I think uh, what I just mentioned is that uh, people find it, uh, one major obstacle for people to quit successfully is because they have uh, uh, very difficult uh, the withdrawal symptoms within the first few weeks of quitting. And they, uh, they can't, they have many symptoms like headache, um, they have CFDC, uh, and they cannot just con- concentrate on their work. And they need to take nicotine because their brain needs the nicotine to, to fulfill their addiction, uh, the desire. So, uh, but this nicotine patch is very can, can be very effective to deliver this nicotine, but in a very safe way, very slow pace to absorb this nicotine through. Like for example, the patch they can absorb this through the skin, and then actually um, very simple. And 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 the, and the other myth is that people thought that oh they were addicted to NLT, but actually NLT patch, but actually not the, the truth. It, indeed, people using uh, NLT to quit, they can easily uh, get get rid of the patch when they successfully quit. But there so are, we encourage people. I yeah. understand, but there are there are basically the nicotine receptors can be blocked by other medication. You don't have to give nicotine to, to people that are craving nicotine. You can actually have blockers um, and and other kind of uh, quit smoking products. Why why give people nicotine to <laughs> when they're craving nicotine? Whether there are the other medications available? I still don't understand why uh, well, this is an advantage. In Hong, in, in Hong Kong, uh, NLT is the first time medication, and this is uh, most commonly used, and it's very safe. Uh, we, we do actually have other kinds of uh, medications in the world, actually. But mm-hmm. indeed, um, not many of them can be available. So, uh, so I think the easiest way, and also other medications may, may also need doctor's prescription, which is not over-the-counter. So I think uh, NLT patch sampling or NLT gum sampling could be more feasible way to, to, as a template to deliver to the smoker. Oh, I see. So it's an over-the-counter product and the other ones require a prescription. Right. Uh, and uh, oh. uh, Professor Chang, I just want to ask you about uh, the overall situation in Hong Kong. I mean, earlier you said that uh, there were like 600,000, around 600,000 smokers uh, in Hong Kong. What is the uh, general situation like? Are the numbers uh, dropping? Is it on a decline? Yeah, many people said that uh, the, the, actually the trend is really dropping, but it's, the, the big drop is happen, was happening actually in more than 10 years ago already. In past 10 years, the, the smoking rate is dropped, it's declined in a very, very slow pace because we don't have, we don't have very strong uh, policies in terms of, for example, um, the tax decrease. We have very slow pace to decrease the chest, the, the, the tax. And recently we have 30, around 30% of reduction, but actually we are lagging behind. Many other countries actually and so they, I, I put it a simple way, uh, in Hong Kong, $75 a pack. But in other countries like Singapore, Australia, UK, they actually sold cigarettes in more than $100 a pack. 
And then uh, in Hong Kong nowadays, the, the all right, very, uh, Professor Chang. I'm afraid uh, we're out of time. Thanks again for joining us this morning. That's uh, Derek Chang, a tobacco control and smoking cessation expert from the University of Hong Kong School of Nursing. Many thanks also to you who commented or emailed us today, and to our guest yeah. presenter Paul Zimmerman and and producer Raphael. I'll be back again with another edition of Back Chat with Mike Krause.